To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace. From God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message on this Memorial Day weekend is not one of the readings uh, for today. Rather, it's found in Romans chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. Finding someone who would die for a godly person is rare. Maybe someone would have the courage to die for a good person. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. This demonstrates God's love for us. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who went into battle for us against Satan, and he died. He paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we might live, and of course he rose again to guarantee us everlasting life, my beloved. A couple days ago I got one of these. Any of you get your poppy yet? It was a group of ladies out uh, from the American Legion out in front of Bunzel's. They said, uh, would you like to give some dollars to buy a poppy? I said, of course. They also gave me a little handout about the memorial poppy. I just want to read it. The poppy as the memorial flower for the American war dead is a tradition which began in the years following the First World War. Veterans returning to their homes in this country remembered the wild poppies which had lined the devastated battlefields of France and Flanders. And the soldiers of all nations came to look upon the flowers as a living symbol of their dead comrades' sacrifice. A Canadian officer, Colonel John McRae, who was killed during the war but before immortalized the flowers in his famous poem in Flanders Field. Its opening lines are familiar to millions of people around the world. In Flanders Field, the poppies blow between the crosses row on row. Soon after the armistice, patriotic organizations in different countries began conducting poppy campaigns. The flowers made by disabled servicemen raised funds for relief work among handicapped veterans and their families. Wearing a poppy came to mean honor the dead and help the living. No one knows exactly when Memorial Day was first observed. According to uh, tradition, Memorial Day originated down south when right during the Civil War, war, some of the uh, ladies of the south, known as wives and sisters of the Confederacy, chose May 30th to honor the war dead. But it was in 1868, after the Civil War, that a man, Major John Logan, a Union Army veteran, designated May 30th as a special day for honoring the graves of the war dead. 
One of the things that bothers me a little bit is how we forget history and why things are the way that we are, that they are. Bothers me that people get uh, Veterans Day and Memorial Day mixed up. Not to say anything about the fact now we have Armed Forces Day, which was last week. But on Veterans Day, November 11th, we honor the veterans who fought and came back and now perhaps are retired. Armed Forces Day last week, we honor the people who are fighting for us today. But Memorial Day, we remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we have the freedoms that we have. Yes, even freedoms to protest. So what does Memorial Day mean to you? A weekend to travel, perhaps, visit family and friends, have a cookout, have something nice to eat and drink, if the sun comes out. A day off of work. Memorial Day is a day to jog our memories lest we forget the past and the great price that it took to secure our freedom. As we remember the past and celebrate Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekend, it's a day that was made by men, but it was also a day made possible by God. Memorial Day was a day that was made by men. Now, I don't... I'm not uh, thinking of the fact that some man, some woman somewhere designated May 30th as Memorial Day. And by the way, it wasn't until 1971 Memorial Day was always May 30th. You remember that? May 30th, school was out. It didn't matter if it was a Thursday, a Wednesday, a Tuesday or whatever. You took off of school, you went back to school, worked the next day. Now today to give us a three-day, four-day weekend, now they moved it to Monday, the last Monday in May. Memorial Day is a day made by men, or should we say people or mankind. I mean, we wouldn't be observing Memorial Day if it hadn't been for the sins of mankind. Without sin, there would have been no Hitler. Without sin, there would have been no mass murdering of humanity. There would have been no Korea, Vietnam, Iran, Afghanistan, Syria, Iraq, no fascism, no terrorism, no communism. There would be no need for an infantry, army, navy, air force, marines, and coast guard. And so Memorial Day is a day to remember our sins. A day of repentance, remembering that the same sins that filled the hearts of our nation's enemies are also sins that are in our hearts, and that it is purely by the grace of God that he chose to plant us here in this nation of grace, and by his grace implanted us with faith in Jesus Christ so that we could still today fight on the side of righteousness. Memorial Day really is a day to fall down on our knees, pleading to our God for forgiveness for past sins, and then to thank him for preservation and protection that we have to this very day. Memorial Day is a day to remember our sins. 
But it's also a day to remember that the day would not be made possible without the dedication of men and women to a cause. St. Paul says, finding someone who would die for a godly person is rare. Maybe someone would have the courage to die for a good person. In other words, he's saying that people aren't willing to give up their life because you only have one just for anything. But if the cause is good enough, maybe you might consider sacrificing your life. During uh, our United States involvement in the wars around the world, as history tells us, many times our freedom has, uh, has been threatened and our, on occasion, and even today yet, we have to have men and women put on uniform and helmet and march, and yes, even sacrifice. And perhaps you even know some families who had a son or daughter who gave that ultimate sacrifice. To sacrifice means to be willing to give up something very near and dear to you. Men and women are armed forces. Gave up family and friends and familiar surroundings. And then many of them even sacrificed their own lives. That's why we have flags waving in Arlington National Cemetery. And if you go to Woods uh, Cemetery here in Milwaukee, you'll find them waving there too. And we had all better remember, lest we forget the unknown soldier, the price that it took to preserve our freedom and rescue the world from mass murders and slavery and prison camps and to preserve all of the pre freedoms that we so often enjoy and yet take for granted the uh, freedom of speech and of the press and religion and the right to assemble and bear arms. And yet we know, and it's a fact, that the outcome of history is not determined purely by humans, but by God. That's why Memorial Day would be impossible without God. The fact that we have anything to remember and be thankful for on Memorial Day, we attribute to our gracious God. Without God's protection... Throughout the years, we would not be able to raise the stars and stripes or to hail the red, white, and blue. And all you have to do is read history and find out that many of the major battles of history could have gone either way. When my dad was alive, he fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He always reminded me it was because of the weather and the fog that they won that battle. God's hand intervened. God controls everything. He says, by me, kings reign and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. Jesus one time had to tell that all-powerful Roman governor that he was standing before, he said, you could have no power at all except it was given to you from above. Because of God's control of history, even wars have benefited God's kingdom. Still remember one of my seminary professors recounting an incident in the classroom from one of his professors 
during uh, uh, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. One of the professors said, you know, I think God wants us to do mission work in Japan. And the gospel did spread to Japan. Because of the war, Vietnam, we have Burmese, uh, Burmese over here and Kareni, Hmong, people who have come into contact with the message of Jesus Christ. Without the war, those wars, they would not have. Memorial Day would be impossible without God. And yet for us Christians, Memorial Day can be also filled with a very special meaning. Because you and I know the meaning of the real meaning of peace and freedom given to us by God. And all the earthly freedoms and all the peace that we have here are absolutely meaningless without spiritual peace and freedom. The broken chains and gates of prison camps, the broken shackles of communism mean very little if we remain in bondage to sin and are destined for hell. St. Paul says that, you know, if the cause is good enough, some person might be willing to die. If the cause is worthy enough, if you're dying for a good person, you might be willing to sacrifice your life. Jake Patterson. You all know the name, right? Jamie Kloss. Jake Patterson killed her parents and then he kidnapped her. Remember, miraculously, she got free. Read the papers this last week. He is now condemned to life imprisonment. If we would still have the death penalty here in, the, in uh, Wisconsin, he'd probably be, be on death row. Anybody here willing to take his place? Either for life imprisonment or if we would have had it, lethal injection? Obviously, you don't have to answer. Everybody would say it already in their mind. Not me, not I, no way. Why should I die so that a murderer can go free? We see convicted murderers as undesirables, no worth at all. Way back when I was in the seminary, when you're a senior, because you never know when you're going to have to visit prisons in your ministry, they took us to Wapan, into the prison. Walk the hall, smell the smells, see the people. And if you've never been there, it's kind of an unsettling thing. And you don't know because you're walking the halls with some of those inmates what could happen. And certainly I would never die for one of them. But Jesus did. He died for you and for me. He volunteered to die for convicted criminals of sin. That's why the hymn writer says, Was it for crimes that I had done he groaned upon the tree? Jesus died for me so that I could be set free from hell. Jesus died for lazy churchgoers. He died for mouths proned to profanity, for eyes bent on lust, for ears bent on filth, for hearts clogged with self-interest and no room for God, for feet that like to tread in dark places, for selfish hearts that have no time for God. 
Just try to conceive, if you possibly can, the love that was in God's heart that moved him to give up his life for his enemies. Because of that sacrifice, we have true peace and true freedom. And that freedom and that peace is better than anything that the Declaration of Independence can declare or the Bill of Rights or even a Geneva Convention. We have peace with God and we can't take that for granted. We recognize that his anger for sin is completely removed. It's ended. We have freedom from the slavery to sin and the punishment in hell. God puts an end to all the hostility between us and our Heavenly Father. We take it for granted as Christians that God is no longer angry with us. How can we serve him for his sacrifice on the cross? And so what are we going to do on Memorial Day? This Memorial Day weekend. Hope you're able to put out a flag. Let Memorial Day be a day of flag raising and flag flying to remind us of freedoms preserved. Let it be a time to stand in thoughtful thankfulness in honor to the heroes of our nation who gave and paid the ultimate price. Let Memorial Day be a time of prayer to ask God for the continued protection of our nation, and the courage, if need be, to stand against those who jeopardize our freedoms. And let Memorial Day be a day of telling, telling our children of the illustrious men and women, the leaders of our country, because some of them don't even know about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and the gallant deeds that were performed by many men and women and for the love of freedom that moved them to pay the ultimate sacrifice. And let Memorial Day be also a day of prayer, thanking God for our president and for our representatives and asking him that they might continue to be men and women of honor and integrity. And most of all, let it be a day to recall the freedom won for us by God who also sent his soldier into battle to do battle with the devil and won. And then let us pledge our allegiance and make our declaration of dependence on our divine Savior and pledge and vow to preserve his name among us, among our family and our friends and our congregation and our nation so that God's blessings may continue to rest on us all. We ask it for Jesus' sake and in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed, page 7. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.